Hello everyone, Nick Brigadier here. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to take a second to apologize for a lack of episode last week. We are very, very sorry. We promise it was not intentional. In fact, this week's episode was supposed to be last week's episode. However, last week, uh, I released the first episode of the web series I've been working on off and on for, uh, since September, Subletters. Uh, Subletters is a comedic web series that is also under the Dapper Devil Productions umbrella that the Song Topsy Report is, and it stars uh, myself, uh, and I also uh, co-wrote it and directed it, and it also stars uh, Mr. Mike Russell and Mr. Stephen Trollinger in future episodes. So it's been a real labor of love. We are very, very excited for it, uh, but unfortunately it did occupy quite a bit of time getting it up and running. So uh, the episode of the Song Topsy Report was delayed, so we are very sorry about that. However, I will still shamelessly plug it and say that you should totally go to Dapper Devil Productions on YouTube and check out, you can check out the trailer if you want to see some clips of other little bits and pieces. Uh, but episode one has just been released. You should totally check it out. Uh, new episodes will be coming every week and you should subscribe to us there as well. Um, thank you guys so much for your patience and uh, enjoy the episode. A dissection is imperative. Why are you coming out with this hostility? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I feel like I'm, I'm trying to add. Tell me, I got no dick and I lick him. Oh, I don't know. God. I was trying to make. I was trying to do a very, a very like. Very scientific-based conversation about energy crisis, and then you guys started talking about your dicks. So now I'm just going to jump up in. The dick. We are not talking. Listen, we we had enough dour, sad conversations on contemporary issues last week's episode. This week is all about fun. I'm seriously so excited for this. <laughs> the glee in his eyes, the twinkle. Look at it. Well, you know what? This is as good a time as any. Welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm normal penis size having Steve Trollinger. It's I'm weird. looking right in Mike's eyes. Stephen introduces himself. Stephen introduces himself that way, even with no prior context. It's very odd. Yeah, I'm also waiting for you to cut that whole part out of the beginning of next week's episode, so it just starts with me <laughs> talking, exactly. talking about how normal my penis size is. <laughs> like I got something to hide. <laughs> well, no, next week. So um, we're not... moving to a new studio next week. Nick. Oh, we, no! yeah, exactly. Studio. Yes, yeah, so you, the listener, will I'm sure be able to tell the difference just based on based on the energy that we're giving off. That this is the last episode we are doing in our current recording location. I'm going to be moving, and with it, Nick the lives recording in a studio. Location. Yeah. Nick yes, lives in a studio. I live in the studio. I've got a bunk under the uh, master control board. We just did some artists that, recently. We we uh, did some mastering of some albums. They're turning out great. That is that is totally, by the way, how several people. So I went to I went to college for for theater because I'm an idiot. And, uh, <laughs> what a degree to get! And that was um, that was several several times like who like the lighting board operator like on a late night like you're doing you're setting up lighting and whatnot. And you're doing a a a, a load in and late nights and a lot of drinking going on and there are many times when the lighting board operator would just fall asleep underneath the board <laughs> and that's where he'd sleep for the night but guys the reason i'm in such a good mood is because we haven't just discussed a good old-fashioned metal song in quite a while oh on show. nick's favorite genre of oh, music there's so much bad metal because oh. metal is inherently bad <laughs> just, <laughs> that that is a very just, debatable just point pull us on out of a hat it's gonna be bad right? nick and i are going to a metal concert next month we are Oh wow! Yeah, you guys going? What are you going to go see? Uh, Power Glove. Power Glove. It's a metal band that does instrumental covers of like Saturday morning cartoon themes. <gasps> oh wow! I'll play some for you. That's you should good. come. I'm sure there's still tickets available. Well, I got them. I was supposed to go with my fiance, and then she was like, it's... "On their wedding night." Yeah, and then she, <laughs> and then she was like, uh, "That's okay. I don't really need to go to this. Maybe Nick would like to go. He likes that music." And I said, "Okay. Seems like I'm." Getting the brush off a little bit, but sure, Nick, would you like to go? I'm slowly working my way into Steve's heart. Yeah, soon I will be his fiance. Oh, oh man, I can see it now. Steve's. <laughs> Let's stop Steve's right here and move on to the. Song. No, I want to hear Mike's detailed description of what he is seeing. Steve's fiance is walking down the aisle, comes up, and then Nick stands up. 
I uh, object. I object. And he's in we a, hadn't even gotten to that part yet. He's in a beautiful. <laughs> I haven't even finished walking down the aisle. <laughs> he doesn't wait. He knows he can't wait. And then he walks up to the front. And he and he he gives his big speech that he's prepared for, and I look him in his eye and I say, "No, <laughs> no, man, no, go sit back down. Go, don't even go Dear sit back down. Get out of the church." Stephen, that <laughs> night at the Power Glove concert was the best night of my life. Page two. With you, <laughs> How I was that complete. page one. <laughs> I write very big. Page three, <laughs> forty-eight font. Like, <laughs> yeah, I typed it out in a giant font. <laughs> page four. But uh, no, guys, metal. So. Metal has a long and storied history of, of sucking. <laughs> Steve, to quote Michelle Obama, when you go low, punch I him go in the high. dick. <laughs> That's what Michelle Obama meant to say. <laughs> yes, yes. When they go low, uppercut him in the nards. Uh, no, this. The, uh, I love this song. I'm going to say it right up front. It's so bad. I, no, it is not. <laughs> it is so fantastic bad. because this song epitomizes the metal spirit. And what that is, is it is doing something you are passionate about when there's obviously no financial gain in it, when there is no commercial advantage to it. It is just pure artistic expression because it is what you want to put into the world. Mike's and that is beautiful. Mike's about to say we're metal is no. what he's about to say. <laughs> no. like, yes. So that means we're metal. Yes, we are very metal. <laughs> that is not what I was going to say, but yes, we are metal. We are so metal in the podcast industry. But, Nick, I have a feeling that the majority of the metal community really looks down on this band. Oh, based on the <laughs> thumbs downs on this particular video we're looking at, I would agree. In fact, four and a half thousand to 1.7 So thousand. the uh, song and the artist we're discussing were actually, uh, ki they kind of went viral for a minute back in 2011. Uh, the song is called The King That Never Was by the band Alternate Reality. Who exists in an alternate reality? It seems where they'd be good at <laughs> where they'd be good at metal. But the, I, I when will, they go low, I, I go high. When they go low, I go high. <laughs> when they punch down, punch down. It's so easy. <laughs> Steve was the biggest bully in his high school, um, but a really smart, a really smart bully. Who's yeah. like, I'm no longer forcing myself against gravity. That makes the punching so much easier. So the. Uh, we, the disclaimer up top here is that we will be talking about this music video. This, it's we'll, unavoidable. We'll talk, about the, we'll talk about the songs but uh, as much as we can, but go, if you are watching, listening to this, watch the video before, watch it after, watch it concurrently, but just watch it because so, I'm going to make a bunch of references to things that the video requires you, you to watch. You need to see it, folks. It's just Well, one <laughs> reason is magical. because uh, it really is. One of the reasons this song went viral in 2011 was because it made several lists of either the worst song of 2011 or the worst music video of 2011 or the worst metal song of 2011 or the worst metal music video of 2011. But just so you, the listener, have a sense of maybe why the song made some of the lists that it did, uh, here's a little bit of the song, The King That Never Was. Violated by the vicious So brutal. It's like, it's like he's just stubbed his toe. So this song came precariously close to violating the rule that we have in terms of songs that we do on the show in that normally... Um, contrary to what Steve says, we punch up. The only songs we want to cover are songs where the artists made a lot of money off of their content, where it did very well. This is not this band. This is a small band from Cleveland, Ohio, that released a music video that happened to go viral and, as we said, made a lot of worst of lists. So up, up front, we just want to say they're not listening, but just in case, we appreciate your effort. No, I love this. I appreciate your effort. And your willingness to, you know, put something like this together and getting stuff out there. And it comes from a place of creativity and heart. And I, I embrace that. I, I am akin to you in that respect. That being said, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, really. I mean, it is, it is entertaining for sure. <laughs> I hope if I create something terrible, people rip me a new. I've, I've prepared my funeral already. My funeral is a roast. If really? I die and everyone there talks about how sad it is that I'm dead, th th there's no funeral. I don't. I don't want that funeral. I no, want. No. I want a Graham Chapman of 
Monty Python, Python funeral where John Cleese gets up and calls me a motherfucker. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> that's the dream, isn't it? Oh, I love it, Steve. You got it, Steve. I'll have tons of stuff to say when you're dead. Yeah, I'll die first, Mike. <laughs> that's right. Considering what Mike has lived through already, I think he might outlive us all. So Alternate Reality is a metal band from Cleveland, Ohio, fronted by Steve Delchin. He is the vocalist, and his brother is a guitarist in the band. Um, and their uncle plays Merlin. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, the Delchins no, no. really got involved. <laughs> no, Merlin makes an appearance in the video, but is not played by a family member. But um, from Cleveland.com, and this is... This Cleveland.com? Is, yes, the whole city of Cleveland has a website. Which we, which I kind of wanted to do a whole episode on anyway. It's funny when you when you click Cleveland.com, the link is just a hyperlink to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like yes. that the city doesn't have its own website. It's just it's just another redirect to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But this is the reason why I think this band is so inspirational because uh, Steve, I I mentioned earlier if you if you had researched what uh, Steve Delchin's career was in terms of what the vocalist did as a career, and I didn't. He didn't. Steve Delchin is a senior attorney in litigations department at the venerable Cleveland firm of Squire Sanders. Before that, he clerked with a judge on the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, and before that, he was a valedictorian in his class at Case Western Reserve University School of Law, where he was on the law review and graduated summa cum laude. Summa cum laude. Laude, excuse me. Well, he graduated summa cum laude! Oh, he's an attorney. Oh my God. Oh, I hope he... <laughs> I really wish he had made a commercial with his band. <laughs> like, Well, he's certainly not a student of comparative mythology. I will say that for certain. No, but like, I pulled up his website. Oh, like, look at look this guy. At him. He's got a full body. He's, he has very impressive credentials. Um, he's highly experienced. He is highly experienced. Uh, and he um, he's done other video projects before, actually. In fact... On his uh, on his bio, let me see if I can find it. Yes, Steve has become a very very well known for his talents as a videographer. Steve has written, directed, and produced a series of innovative videos for Squire Patton Boggs that explore professional conduct issues confronting both inside and outside counsel. Online links to Steve's videos can be found below, and you know I clicked on those links to look for some of these videos. Uh, <laughs> just as an example, he he's he did this one uh, video that was just supposed to be like a um, educational like. What would you do in this situation? It was about um, ethics, I believe. It's called A Tale of Two Summers, but this is him introducing the video. Hello, this is Steve Delchin, and welcome to the 2012 program on ethics, professionalism, and the prevention of substance abuse, presented by Squire Sanders. The tale that you are about to see today is an ode to the best time of the year, summertime. It explores the tension between a lawyer's duty of loyalty, which includes the duty to avoid conflicts of interest, and a lawyer's duty of confidentiality, as embodied in Rule 1.6 of the Ohio Rules of Professional Conduct. Please, please, please tell me he's not a trial lawyer. <laughs> oh, I can't. Uh, uh, and for the defense, closing remarks. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, here today we have the opportunity to make a great decision. Steve is resembling a broken animatronic right now. <laughs> you, the I, decision is whether or not to convict my client of criminal wrongdoing. So Steve, maybe I wouldn't want that person, but I would want this person. There's a fiction on the truest religion All pagans rally around the secret fire of battle For the Christian God has come I mean... <laughs> He is so. We're gonna dive into the music video, but he is so into it. I can't unsee him as a lawyer now, and it's just making this whole video so much better. <laughs> yes, this is him. This is this is him as a professional lawyer discussing uh, the Sixth Circuit upholding same-sex marriage bans, and him talking about the legal implications of that. Can you explain to us just what happened with this ruling. I understand it. It wasn't unanimous. Hi, Colin. It's good to be here again, and you're absolutely right. I didn't ask. As I covered any on our blog last Thursday evening. The Sixth Circuit's panel decision upholding same-sex marriage bans in Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky, and Tennessee was a divided two-to-one decision with Judge Jeffrey Sutton. Like he knows what he's talking about. Like I've seen many videos. He he is a a consummate professional attorney, but he's also in the band Alternate Reality. Yeah. (laughs) He, I, I just can't tell. He always in the two videos we've watched. It sounds like I mean the first one was a video, so. It's 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 natural that he could be reading from a script, but in this, he's supposed to be giving an interview. Does this guy always sound like he's reading from cue cards? 
Yes. Yes. Is that just how he sounds? I wonder if when they were filming the music video, someone has like giant poster board with the lyrics written on it. Ah! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> never was a Camelot. King that never was. Ah! So now, Steve Delchin, he is the lead singer of this band. Uh, his brother, Bob, who is also a lawyer, Bob the Lawyer in the metal band, is on lead guitar. And two former members of another band called uh, Mouth Breathers, bassist John Eggman and drummer Bob, quote-unquote, Savage Schwartz. But, uh, but Delchin discovered heavy metal when he was a junior in high school. He said the lyrics inspired him to go from a mediocre student to uh, straight A's. And now at the age of 40, he says, quote, metal changed my life. And that is, to me, the heart of the inspirational story in this. Oh, metal is what him. inspired him to become the attorney that he is today. Every, every time I hear a Judas Priest song, I just think, I could have been a neurosurgeon. <laughs> it's not just me. He is also a writer, director, and producer of the band's music video, which uh, we will dive into much more thoroughly upcoming, The King That Never Was. Quote, the extravagant Camelot Meets Metal production features Delchin on horseback in full chainmail armor as King Arthur, who is on a quest to forge a kingdom of metal. Or as they keep saying throughout the music video, metal. <laughs> There's a narrator, and she keeps really, really hitting the T's. Yes. She, later she says, is it uh, myth or is it reality? But now this band, they, they have, they, they haven't gone on tour. They don't have any intentions to become like a full touring band. In fact, uh, Mr. Delchin said, "quote I'm not giving up my successful career as an attorney to go touring the country in some broken down van and playing in some CD clubs." He says that was never my goal. This band is a creative outlet. So uh, they, uh, you know, and right there, you just, he just sucks. Just sucks what are you talking love. about? No, because it's all about the struggle, man. And you know, and that's why he'll never be great at metal. Uh, <laughs> you can't have you listen to the song? You can't be good at metal unless you completely uh, dissolve your own personal goals into the genre of metal. Goes you can't be good at metal until it is the only thing keeping you from being homeless and starving. Yes. That's it, man. And you but know that, that act that actual rhetoric though is what so many people say about artists of any ilk, you know? Like well, unless I do, that's why I do this show. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're we're just raking in that podcast money. That's the only thing that's keeping us afloat. Oh no, I'm saying I do this show solely as a creative outlet because otherwise I would I would hate myself. You bastard. You would never make the cut in alternate reality. <laughs> At least he has an actual job. My my this is this is like uh, this is my creative outlet from uh, my real job, which is as an actor. So like which in and of itself is a creative outlet. So since I can't do that one creative outlet, I'll do this other creative outlet that makes me just as much not money as the other one. Negative monies. <laughs> I'll I, know, I know all about negative monies, man. My bank account was negative monies in the triple digits. <laughs> so this band has performed on occasion, mostly for charity events. You know, in, in the Cleveland area, they'll do concerts for that. I've seen a grainy live video of them performing this song, The King That Never Was, so they have played it before. But they say they do maybe like two or three shows a year. Although I gotta say, they have released some other music videos that are similarly fantastic. But uh, the most recent one I saw was I think 2014, and I haven't seen any new videos from them, so I really, really hope they're still performing. And in fact, one reason I did this episode was not to in any way make fun of this song, because I think it's fantastic, but to hopefully That's my job. to <laughs> hopefully renew interest in the band again so they continue to perform. I, you know, I would. This seems like the opposite of the mission statement of the show. I don't care. I'm flipping the script on this one. Yeah, we find out why music dies and then try to bring it back to life. Like some, no, that's like some not dark what a, satanic cult. That's not that's what, what an what autopsy do. report is. <laughs> that's Frankenstein shit. No, it's, it's, it's a hopeful autopsy. You, you know, you think there's ever like a coroner who's like doing on the dead body, all oh, this is how they die, but if they could. I mean, if you, want, if you want a show, we need to bring them back. If you want a show back. where you get <laughs> terrible, where you find terrible music that you try to renew interest in and bring back to life, the show should be called The Songenstein Report. The Songenstein. Ooh, spinoff. Oh. But you know what? Let's actually get into the song because there's the song itself, but there's a very lengthy intro to it. Uh, so here's the beginning of The King That Never Was. We've got a castle. Uh, That's very generous to call that a castle. I actually looked up the location. It is this abandoned uh, castle in Cleveland, Ohio that was like the property of some rich guy that was abandoned. So now it is open to the public. So I know that they were able to shoot here for free. But it's it's... It's definitely a Cleveland castle. It is a Cleveland like it's, castle. It's like, okay, we want to take 
the essence of what a castle is, but utilizing our Cleveland levels of imagination. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's at the outskirts of a forest on a perfectly flat plain with immaculately mowed grass. So it doesn't really feel like it's a windswept. But I got to say, for Cleveland, Ohio, I think this is by far the best castle that they could get. That is so tiny. <laughs> it's far away. <laughs> I think they want you to think it's far away. <laughs> Steve is like this tall. It's like a, it's like a Lincoln log set. Called Force Perspective, Nick. This is the story of a king and his quest for a mighty sword. A lot of cleavage the here, folks. forge a new nation. Yes, we've got um, narrator. I don't think we know who she is exactly, other than just uh, mystic narrator. There's some smoke surrounding her. Okay, first of all, Arthur doesn't quest for the sword. The sword is given to him. All right, there's two swords. There's Clarent, which is the sword in the stone that he yes. pulls that 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 shows that he is the king of all uh, Britons. I put my sword in her stone. Okay. Okay. And see how I'm just steamrolling over there? Exactly. And cuz only the only the one true king could pull it out. Excalibur. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of trying to teach you fools anything. Oh, Excalibur is given to him by the Lady in the Lake. So Clarent is the sto- is the sword that sh- signifies that he is king. Excalibur is the magic sword that is given to him by the Lady in the Lake that he uses as his main weapon. The scabbard protects him from all harm, physical or otherwise. And it turns blue if orcs are nearby. And the sword itself can cut through anything. Shut up! I hate you guys! <laughs> Oh, I, I sent a crossover movie coming. <laughs> it's not a crossover. Tolkien just took it. <laughs> like, he just took all of Celtic and, like, Nordic myths and mesh, meshed them together. It's not a crossover. Oh, so it already happened. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is a crossover. A kingdom of metal. See? Metal. <laughs> so King Arthur is forging a kingdom of metal. This? Which... No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, this woman's wearing some straight-up BDSM outfit. Look at all those places to put leashes. This is crazy. Oh, you know what? I didn't even see that, but there's like hooks all over. It's almost like a Cenobite costume. Well, it, they obviously were like, okay, we need some, uh, we need some like medieval-looking clothes, but we live in Cleveland. Where are we gonna get this stuff? Do you know where they got it? Party City. I did my research on this. Really? He, he shot this. That uh, outfit comes from Party City. Yes. Listen, Cleveland is a very different economy over there. He shot this video on a $69 pocket camera, and I think he spent about $400 to $500 on all the props and costumes, but he funded it entirely himself. I'll give, I'll give it to them. That's yeah. Nice. That's cool. Guide my hand. Okay, we got Steve, Steve Delton here wearing chainmail, holding a prop sword, and a lightning bolt has just struck the tip of it. Which is this Excalibur? Do you think, or is it? Uh... Well, first of all, the sword that he's holding right now is not timeline appropriate. It is. Well, not... Shut up! It doesn't even have a. It doesn't even have a hilt. No, is that, that's a, that's a horizontal. It doesn't even piece, have hand right? guards. Yeah, where's the horizontal it... hand guards? It is the tale of legendary King Arthur, and of stunning Guinevere, princess warrior, of Sir Lancelot, noble and trusted knight. Guinevere does not look like she wants to be there, dude. That woman is wearing an angel costume, but they ripped off some of the wings. Like, yeah, it looks like those credit angel commercials. Like, except they just took the wings off. But yeah, there's a huge cast of people who are just in like one shot in this video. So like, we're seeing Lancelot, who's just some guy also wearing chainmail. Uh, but nobody seems interested. I don't know. Maybe Steve just said, "Hey, you guys want to be in a video? Do me a favor. Just, just look at the camera and smile." Although I've been in that position before, where you need like extras for like one day of shooting, and you have to like try to beg people or say like, no, we just need you for an hour, I promise. Like, we'll, 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 get you, we'll shoot your stuff first and then you can go. So I can sympathize with Steve. He's probably working on a tight schedule. Yeah, it's always, that's, when I think about, when I think about um, the entertainment industry and, and I'm thinking, well, you know, there's extras. They get paid like $100, $200 for like a 10-hour day and stuff like that. But whenever I see like online, uh, when I'm looking for auditions and stuff like that, and there's one that's like, oh, can you be, oh, could you come be an extra for free in this like small, not even independent movie, like a like, like a, student a student film? film. How do student films get extras? Like, not only are you not getting paid, but nobody's gonna see it, <laughs> and it's gonna be shitty quality. 
Come on and spend a day with us. You gotta boost up those reels, Steve. That's but if like... the footage looks like shit, what's the point? And then it's even worse for women. I've had so many like female friends of mine who are actresses uh, just show me like sides like on backstage.com, and so many of them are like requires nudity, no pay. <laughs> so many. You Who's gotta doing pay that? to see the the fun bags, man. The ho- the kawangas. That's that's what your hands <laughs> the were bazonkas. doing. The bazonkas. The bazonkas. Uh... The your hands were miming what I can only describe as kawangas. Knight of Merlin the Wizard, who for Arthur pledged his life. Yeah, we got Merlin. I'm telling you, the guy playing Merlin has got to be somebody's relative. He was, shit, I read this. He, he, he was like a, um... Or he's a homeless man that they found. No, I, I think he owns a record, like a record shop in Cleveland. Either that or he, um, worked at a studio. He, it's one or the other. He may but. have previously owned a record shop, but I guarantee right now it's a dispensary. Whatever it, whatever it used to be, it is now a dispensary. <laughs> it's not legal. No, they're not legal in I Ohio. Am, I don't I, care. I'm, He's doing it. Yes. It's a, it's a secret shop. Have you tried Wizard's Brew? <laughs> Good shit, bro. <laughs> of Nimue, Tragic Priestess by Winsome that's Wild. A, that, that's a, that's a local Morgana, mom. High yeah. Sorceress. Enchantress divine. Gallant Arthur. <laughs> I love that kid, the bow and arrow kid. Yeah, there's, like, like, there's uh, like a. F- look, as I hoist my arrow haughtily upwards into the sky. He's got shaky arms, man. Yeah, there's, there's like a 13 year old kid they got with like, with like, I don't even know it. Like, it's like a flat mohawk <laughs> with like dyed orange. But he's never. He's got a bow and arrow. He's never seen any. Like, everyone has a basic idea of how. On a very dim, basic level, how like movie shoots work, where it's like, okay, someone yells action, and then you do stuff, and then they yell cut. Most people at least know that much about the movie industry. This kid looks like he does not know that. Like, action. Now? 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 I lift it now? Okay, I'm lifting it. Everyone's got their first movie role, Steve. This is going to look great on his reel. So brave, so selfless. He watches over the kingdom. But a sanction has been imposed on the druid's religion. Okay, there's so much plot being dispensed so quickly. <laughs> the horse kissed him. Yes. <laughs> the man who loves beasts shall rule this land. Within 56 seconds of a five-minute video, we've been introduced to, well, two horses, uh, and like a dozen main characters. We're now talking about a sanction on the druidic religion. It's just a lot happening. So much. So much. The sanction has been imposed on the druid's religion, and the fires of Baal rage high. The wicked necromancer spins his magic. Okay, where does where the necromancer come from? He doesn't have a name. He's just the, the, wicked, the necromancer. The wicked necromancer. Yeah. Look at that hat too. He's got a good hat. I thought. <laughs> I just think, do necromancers wear hats or hoods, man? Like, well, they don't wear pointy wizard hats from 1954. They don't wear the hat that like a marketing executive came up with in the late 50s is like what do what what does this look like oh, i bet they got big pointy hats and plots arthur's demise behold mordred the dark warrior treacherous fiend and traitor i would love it if he was played by a rival attorney oh, that. <laughs> he's this haggard looking guy with a sword and they like in post-production made his eyes glow white i can tell his 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 direction was okay look growly Yes, Growly. Growly. Is Growly a thing you can look like? Who seeks to defy Arthur in the final battle for the kingdom and the power? Is it me? And the glory are yours now and forever. Hail to the king that never was. Alright, here we Fuck go. Fuck yeah, there's that riff. We are a minute 30 into the song. <laughs> that bass. Now, a complete missed opportunity. Why is the entire band not in chainmail? The whole band should be in costume. That is, right that now. is, I, I 100% agree with that. That is an excellent point. Right now, this band, they look like all the guys who would show up at your dad's barbecue. <laughs> like, they're all just wearing jeans and, like, t shirts. How? Why wouldn't they wear the armor? It even has a double, like, metal band. They're wearing well, metal armor. Yes, was, Kingdom of Metal. I'm assuming it's because they actually only had the one chain link, or chain link, chain metal outfit. Like <laughs> they wear a chain link fence. Like the guy, the guy plays Arthur had it, and then you that could, is Steve Delchin. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then I just didn't remember his name. And oh. then you can see when they're introducing the char- other characters, Lancelot is wearing the exact same. Like, I guarantee they did not have the budget for two sets of chainmail armor. Like, they just reused that one over and over again. I, I will say, if Steve Delton, Del- Delton is an attorney, yes, he's got the cash monies to buy a few more chain armor. Three more! At least, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, but remember, currently he's probably suffering under six-figure student loan debt for having to go to law school. Yes. That's, that is the, the other side of the coin of uh, getting high-paid lawyer jobs, huh? Mm. And also, most lawyer jobs are not high-paid until you get to, like, 30 years into your career. All of the rest of the jobs are like, yeah, you're like one of 15 lawyers we have in a small pool that, like, does all the shit work that the higher-ups don't want to do. Like, it's a very long-term he investment. He was on the TV. He put himself on the TV. <laughs> also, that wasn't TV. That was, like, a website. It was, like, a law website. Oh. Yeah. It's not getting millions was of hits. I, I thought it was a news, uh, news interview, yeah. He's got a weak head there, dude. Well, he doesn't have the hair. Alright, the reason I like metal so much is because in no other genre could you have a song where the first lyrics are, There's a sanction on the druid's religion. Are you going to hear that in SoundCloud rap? Are you going to hear that in country? No. I'm pretty sure I heard a reggae song like that once. (laughs) (laughs) There's a section on the Druid's religion, but everything be iry. (laughs) I would love to hear a Caribbean song about Arthurian legends. But the enthusiasm, like Steve Delchin is just like so excited to be in a music video for a metal song. Look at that face. Although the the drummer, uh, Bob, uh, quote unquote, Savage Schwartz, I read in an interview, he did not want to do the music video. <laughs> he was not into it. He said, he, Steve said he had to twist his arm to, to really be in it. I love his drum set. It's got a He's big a- old skull head there. But yep. they should have put the wizard cap on the skull head. But then it's- he may not be able to hit the crash cymbal as easily. Oh, no, get out of here. He's a pretty good drummer. He's got some good fills in, in, in the song. Steve here looks like he's about to... Like shit himself? No, I was gonna say he looks. He looks like he looks like he's about to rocket away, but the rocket fire comes out of his ass. Like he's like, oh, yeah, he's got both fists in front of him. Let's see if that happens. Wait, 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 wait. Violated by the fish's feet? Fiend, fiend I think. Oh. Fiend? Fiend. The, the fish's fiend. Vi- the vicious Oh, the fiend. Vi- vicious. <laughs> the fish's feet. I really thought he said fish's feet. Fish's feet. <laughs> Guys, what's that in that lake? Wait, are those feet? No, they're fish. Wait, the fish is feet. <laughs> it's violating me. You imagine getting violated by like the big toe of a fish, you know? <laughs> like while you're swimming. There's so many things to unpack in that <laughs> sentence. We don't have time. So, so. Wait, now is this song about Arthur or is it about Mordred? So, fun fact uh, this was the first song that we've covered that I could not find lyrics to anywhere. Huh. So all we have to work on is what we're pretty sure they're well, saying. Well, because he's singing about bastard blood and yes. the king that never was. Yes. Mordred that is would... Arthur's bastard. Yes. And he fought, and they, he fought Arthur and they wounded each other mortally trying to claim Camelot for their own. Yes. So As the sounds... Camelot taught me. <laughs> it's, it sounds like... If ever I would leave you, it wouldn't be in summer. They need to work the king that never was into the musical Camelot. Uh, There's a sanction on the Druid's religion. But it was, uh, yeah, it sounds like they're talking about Mordred, it does. not Arthur. Which is funny because they only mentioned Mordred like for a second in the grand cavalcade of Arthurian characters. <laughs> of the two dozen people they lay out in the first two minutes of this music video. Which one was he? Uh, the growly one, yeah. the growl with the, the rival, with the, the rival attorney sword for yeah. a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the rival attorney, <laughs> the uh, the plaintiff, the plaintiff's okay. attorney. It's the prosecuting attorney there. 
Are your parents denying you of tight of land and money you're entitled to? Call me, the law department of Mordred. A D A Mordred. M O R D R I D. Mordred. Spelled with an E. Mordred. Oh, Mordred. So yes. M O R D R E D, right? Yes. M O R D R E. That's perfect. That is perfect for a lawyer commercial, folks. That's seven digits. That is seven digits. What? And, and Courtney dresses like Mordred. <laughs> and Steve Delton is like, shit. Mordred is the defending attorney. He's just holding, he's like holding his lapels like, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a poor product of an incestuous relationship between my father and my mother. And a witch. (laughs) Between my father and his sister. But I know the law. (laughs) Druid was fishing for the soul of England. Nobleman, choose your side. Okay, he just gave up at the end of that. He does that a lot. where Because nothing he's really doing is involving singing notes. It's mostly yelling. But I love how when he gets into it, he just, he just ends it with a... Side! Like, it's not, it's not really a climactic moment in the, the whole stanza. It's not. It's right in the middle. It's, it's really not like... It's like, choose a different word, buddy. Like, something that's going to, like, mean something. It's, it's like, like you're just having a conversation with someone. And say, so, Mike, the other day I was out, uh, I was out uh, getting a burrito, and then what happened was <laughs> I got hit by this car, and the car, uh, the rearview mirror, um, was broken off. And uh, I, I, I was laying there bleeding on the ground, and what happened was... <laughs> Always the wrong emphasis. It ensures that the person will always stay invested in what's happening. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And Cavell, I wonder if I wonder if Steve utilizes that when he's actually in court. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client here is under the investigation of a corrupt police force. There have been several instances of. He brings his brother Bob, who's also a lawyer, the guitarist, to just like hype him up as he's doing all of his litigation. March with gallant Arthur to unify the blessed Isle. It's all the virtues of the air. Also, nothing is rhyming. I've I've noticed. Oh. It took a few listens before I'm like, okay, doesn't also, have to. Does not have also, to. Also, Britain is not the blessed Isle. That is, Avalon was the blessed Isle, which is a different, which is not part of Britain. Uh, it actually exists oh. in a. Uh, when you look at it from a planar level, it exists okay, in a yeah. different plane, but in the same uh-huh. space-time. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> it's the upside-down of Arthurian legend? No, the upside-down is the Avalon of Netflixian legend. <laughs> Got it. What? <laughs> what did he just say? I'm rewinding. Why is that. Arthur fighting Merlin? This makes no, sense. No, it's not Merlin. That's the necromancer. Why did he call the no. necromancer Merlin? I think he's confusing the necromancer with Merlin. This, saw... this man is very confused. I can't imagine how this person could confuse parts of Arthurian mythology like this. Because he introduced us to Merlin and then said there's a separate necromancer, the guy with the pointy hat. Now he's talking about Mad Merlin, but the necromancer is shooting like a bolt of energy at well, Arthur. Obviously, what in ha- Windows Movie Maker <laughs> video effects. Obviously, what happened was that. Uh, was the the music video was shot over the course of a weekend, but they couldn't quite get to that scene, so they had to wait like three months for everyone to be available again, and then shot that one. Yeah. Yeah, Merlin got arrested for illegally dispensing marijuana, so he wasn't available for the reshoot. Oh, fuck it, get the necromancer. <laughs> get him in here, it's fine. They looked up. They both had pointy hats. All right. This song is definitely about Mordred. It has to be. Yeah. Now, did he, was he saying, is he mixed, is he like going back and forth between Hail the King That Never Was and Kill the King That Never Was, or is he just saying Hail the whole time? I feel like you're just partially deaf. I am really having no. a hard time understanding. Mike, what he's obviously saying. the problem is that you are partially. Wait, let me put my let me put my Doctor Phil back on. Mike, obviously the problem here is that you are partially deaf, and not that this group of people have no idea what they're saying or doing. I hear both too. It's a, it's a it's a very Laurel or Yanni situation. <laughs> it's like how anxious am I? Which one am I going to yes. hear? Like, <laughs> Depends if you side more with Mordred or King Arthur. 
I can't not see the lawyer poster for Mordred as I'm like driving down the highway. <laughs> this man in chainmail with his arms crossed. Riff change. I'm half expecting when that kid with the bow and arrow shows up again. Every time I see that, I'm half expecting to see that the arrow has like a red suction cup on the end of it. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys, just take it off before you shoot. And we don't know who he is even, really. No. He's just, he is just the entire army of archers. Like, I'm going I, to say he's Gawain. Yeah. I'm just deciding that. Gawain, okay. He just shot somebody. Who's she? Xena, warrior oh, princess. She's a Z- Appa- apparently, Xena was also. What's Hercules gonna come in here? <laughs> oh, he's he's too busy being crazy, right now. Is Her- he gonna be in like God is not dead six or whatever? Her- Hercules was too. Hercules was too busy disavowing his entire family tree and, be- and becoming a Christian. Disappointed. <laughs> I think I literally think he made this music video because he wanted a bunch of ladies just like. Fighting. No, like I mean he's, <laughs> he said he was interviewed and and they said like did you mean for this to be like intentionally hilarious and he wanted it to be fun he said he I just want it to be like a a, a smashing together of like every just cool metal thing you could put like swords horses wizards necromancers battles and just mesh it all together but he that wasn't his intention but he he took it in stride he's got to say when he saw that it was like voted as like the worst music video of all time or at least that year. He and his brother and everyone in the band, they were like high five. It's like, we're not number four or number three. We're number one. <laughs> I'll give him that. That's, that's good to take things like that and stride. Especially yeah. like, hey, you got to own it. You know? Yeah. He did it again. The one. Hi, welcome to Burger King. May I take your order? Uh, yes, I'd like a, a cheeseburger with fries. And uh, let's see, do you do Pepsi or Coke? Oh, you do Pepsi. Okay, I'll take a Pepsi. That one doesn't even work because I actually emphasized letters that actually meant to be emphasized yes. in that one. And uh, can I also get a number one? Guitar <laughs> <laughs> solo. Okay, so uh, Arthur and Mordred were fighting during that solo, and it looks like Arthur won. You know, back- won. I'd love it if we went back to the days of like you hire an attorney or public defender, and they just battle it out, swords fight style. I don't think that was ever. A, I think so, that was more of a Game so of you're, Thrones. Yeah, you're exactly. talking about trial by combat. Yeah, trial by combat. Um. Sword fighting. I think he passed out in the middle. <laughs> He's like, oh, Arthur, who we call. Uh, the thing I love uh, is. Where's the cue cards? Get the cue cards back on. <laughs> Once again, keep in mind, this location is public. So I just wonder if while they're doing this, they're just like normal park goers who are just kind of like wandering around, seeing women like strangling each other with chains and bashing each other's heads into the wall. <laughs> what? This guy's like, what in the hell am I yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah, we get, we're freezing out. We're seeing, freezing out the drummer who's like. Do the music video, they said. It'll be great, they said. This is going to be the worst music video of all time. and he, He's a well, good drummer, though. He's got some good little drum fills. He's, he's really the glue that holds alternate reality together. <laughs> he had an ancient shield wall. I'm rewinding that part. What? He had an ancient shield wall. What is an ancient shield wall? He's at an ancient shield wall. He had an ancient shield wall. Oh, he had. I thought he said he's at. One more time. (laughs) Yo, wait, wait. Back it up more. I'm hearing Laurel. 
He had an ancient he, shield. He had wall. an ancient shield. I'm hearing shield he's wall. at an ancient I'm shield. I'm hearing wall. he had what? an ancient shield. Well, first of all, either way, no, none of it makes any sense. First of all, a shield wall is like the Great Wall of China. It's a it's a massive wall that shields a realm. Or is it more like a Spartan wall? Like, you know, shield wall. Oh, that could okay. Yeah, it could be both. Steer a man to the front of the rank. Never now, no turning back. <laughs> I love that, because he goes, no turning back. And then the camera zooms really quickly in on his face. Hang on, I'm going to try to catch a freeze frame. That's so good. Never now, no turning back. <laughs> Hang on one sec. I'm screenshotting this. Oh, this is gonna be. That's gotta be. That's the, gotta uh, be their album the artwork album for their. <laughs> yes. Nick, you need to take. You need to. <laughs> Nick, you need to take that move and integrate it into your directing style. Oh. That quick zoom in when yeah. I go to a turning back, back. <laughs> Even the drummer's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> He's just in the background, softly out of focus. And once again, oh, this lawyer. About the rationale behind the Sixth Circuit's decision. Well, Judge Sutton did not offer a rationale. He offered no less than eight rationales or justifications. There is no rationale to the lyrics made in this song, nor the music video itself. No rationale. Yeah, if he can't write rational lyrics, I don't trust him to form a logical, cohesive, rock-solid defense. His defense is an ancient shield wall. We must fight to save time. We must kill all of them! Fuck yeah! We must kill all of them! <laughs> and he just stabbed Mordred. <laughs> Is he wearing acid wash jeans? <laughs> oh shit, yeah, so he's got a chainmail top. <laughs> but it looks like he's wearing acid wash jeans. They just, or he like regular stretch jeans that he just like painted in. Uh, this King Arthur's so 80s. What the hell does any of this have to do with Christians versus Druids? Oh my. What does any of that have to do with Christians versus Druids? When they released the video, I think it was Steve's brother Bob set, just to set the expectation. Like, you know, listen, this might only get like three, four hundred views. Maybe just friends and family will see it. Um, but it's almost at a million views. It, uh... It is this band's legacy, and I'm so happy that it is. And I want them to continue to make music, because I thoroughly enjoyed this so much. And everything about it, like I said, is just the spirit of what metal should be all about. Bad. No! <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that right? I think you're right. I nailed it then, Nick. Pursuing <laughs> what you are passionate about, because that's to me what bleeds through. They made, he made this with a $69 camera and costumes rented from Party City in a, in a castle in Cleveland. Which is the fact you have to say, a castle in Cleveland, that was... In, that was uh, open to the public. That like everything about this just screams passionate and wanting to make it because this is the this is the music in your soul, Nick. And I do admire that fact. You know, I Thank admire you. that he came out and he made it himself, and he you know got this group of misfits together to, to put together friends and family, friends I'm sure. and family. But Nick, you can't deny that there was either little thought and research that went into the lyrics. And his, you know, uh, accents of, like, screams came at times that made no sense. I mean, <laughs> this is just a, it's bad. It's really bad. Uh, but no, this, this was a song I wanted to do. Uh, this was one of the first songs I wrote down for, like, what we should do on the Song Topsy Report before we'd even done our first episode. And I'm so yes. happy we got to discuss it. It just warmed the cockles of my heart. Oh, so glad we could do it, Nick. A great choice. So that is, that is The King That Never Was by Alternate Reality. If you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, let us know if you've noticed them still performing because I checked online and I haven't seen any activity recently. I know they do some charity shows every so often, but uh, but you know what? If, 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 if Steve and the gang have got like a long extended vacation, I think they could do a little mini tour. Absolutely. I want to see alternate reality back in our reality. Yes. Present day. Preach. The Steve, this was the part where you go in, yeah, I want to see them too. I, I don't. <laughs> I have no I have no skin in this game. 
Well, regardless, uh, that is about all the time we have for alternate reality and their hit song, The King That Never Was. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, you can follow Alternate Reality on Facebook. They only have a fan page, I believe. But uh, after you do that, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can check out our home at Come Here Floyd to hear n- new episodes, archived old episodes, and some uh, news on current indie pop and rock bands. And you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and Mr. Mike Russell. Yes, you can find my stuff at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. 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 <laughs> or on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. MR.DOT. And yeah, like Nick said, please, you know, send us feedback, suggestions, song suggestions, things you'd like us to cover, some weird, bizarre, awful music, or, uh, you know, or maybe what kind of professional, like whether it's a doctor, lawyer, scientist that you think should uh, should perform some metal and or other genre of music that you think would be entertaining. Astrophysicists. Astrophysicists. Writing, <laughs> writing, writing like doom metal about black holes. Yes. I was going to so say, brutal. this is, this is uh, Dr. Kira Johnson. She's a microbiologist <laughs> from Stanford University. Also, really rocking the metal drums on the Calypso. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, where may we find you? Uh, at the usual places where souls go to die, social media. That 404 uh, page you have, yes. call the website. Uh, <laughs> I renew- hey, hey, I renewed my, my lease on the domain names. You renewed your domain for a website that you haven't built yet. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> so it's still in the pipeline. Uh, at Twitter and Instagram, at your man Trollo. Trollo's had, it's got one L, in case you actually care and want to look, but you don't, so it's fine. I'm looking, Steve. I'm already following you. Yeah, no shit. You're on the Don't sh- take that as a guarantee. He can unfollow you just as easily. Okay. I'm gonna unfollow and refollow just so it pops up on your feet. Alright. I I could honestly care I'm not gonna say I was gonna say I could honestly care less, but that means I do care at least a little. Folks, yes. you should all check it out because there is a video of uh, Steve performing a guitar flute solo on a sword as a Power Ranger. It's very Okay, first of all, <laughs> it's the Dragon Dagger, you Luddite piece of shit. It's got a name. It's a legendary weapon. Much like Arthur's sword. Which one? Excalibur. Excalibur? Yeah. Have I taught you nothing? <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm Steve Trollinger. And we will see you next week. Take care.